Hi, hello, and welcome back. It is I, Derek, along with Michael here. Big D. What up? Good to see you. Good to see you, my man. How you been? Uh, I can't complain. It rained all week. Yeah. I think it's done. Yeah, looks like it's going to be a sunny weekend, which is good. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, welcome to the uh, Wait a Sec podcast. If uh, you like what you hear, like and share on Facebook at wait a sec underscore, or I'm sorry, wait a sec podcast. And then on Twitter at wait a sec underscore pod. You can find us there as well. Uh, Give us a share on that if you don't mind. I try to be active with both. Uh, Have you posted anything? Yeah. Yeah. On Twitter? Yeah, our episodes. And then I try to comment under... uh, Breaking hog news and stuff, just to give us a little bit of visual uh, representation to hog fans if they so decide they want to listen. But um, but yeah, we're back on this chilly night in northwest Arkansas. It is kind of cold, but we're here. So, first thought on my head was, what would you think of Ole Miss? Uh, the Ole Miss game. I thought it was great. You know, how often are you going to get seven turnovers? That's what they got, right? Six yeah, picks six and, picks and a fumble recovery. Yep, going to win a lot of games. Doing that, huh? Yeah, man. Um, I was, I was kind of surprised that Lane Kiffin left Corral in that long. I mean, granted, they still had a chance to win, but, I mean, my God, like, what are you doing to your quarterback? Like, his psyche must be just completely broken. I mean, or at least it was damaged some. Like, they were making good plays on the ball. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And he was making some risky throws, too, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, like, a couple of those balls were lobbed up in the air, and then that Catalan pick, he broke on it, picked it off. But... um I mean, Hayden Clark was a monster, and he's a walk-on, yeah. a freshman walk-on. Ball skills. Yeah, yeah. It'll you can go far with ball skills in the SEC. I'll tell you what. <laughs> but uh, but no, I, I was really impressed. Um, you and I watched the game together, and uh, we had a good time watching it for sure. We were cheering, and that was after a morning of golf, and so it was a beautiful day to be. Uh, it was a beautiful day to be alive in Northwest Arkansas, that's for sure. Yeah, and got to carry those good feelings for two weeks. I know, yeah, at least until what could possibly be a very large challenge in A&M coming up this weekend. Uh, what are your thoughts on the A&M game, like initial thoughts? <clears throat> I was... Ah, uh, spread was what? Started 12. at 11. It started at 15 and dropped down to 12. And that's where it's at right now. Yeah. Um, man, I think they have a good shot. They've they've lost so many heartbreaking games to A&M, and they haven't beat them since 2011. I know. I mean, we yeah. got to end that. Well, if they're going to end a streak, this is the year to do it. Apparently, Sam Pittman was breaking all kinds of streaks this but, year. I was telling my buddy Jake, they're not going to win if they don't get the offense going. Because I feel like they beat Ole Miss in spite of their offense. They had some key drives, but 
that's not going to cut it against A&M, especially playing down there. I agree. Um, but then I said, you give him two weeks, give Odom two weeks to prepare. He'll have a good game plan. Yeah. He'll have a good game plan for sure. And I'm not a big, I'm not sold on A&M being the number eight team in the country. I think they're incredibly overrated. But then again, you look at everyone else that's behind them. It's hard to put them behind any of those teams. So, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, you're playing at Kyle Field, and there's little to no social distancing in Kyle Field. They're going to pump in 50,000 people in that place. And um, so there's going to be definitely a noise factor there. Uh, however, I was... Um, his Felipe Franks, he plays well on the road in hostile environments with the exception of playing against Georgia. When he was at Florida, he just didn't play that well against Georgia because Georgia was, you know, their defenses are much better than anybody else in that division. So, uh, but big games, he usually played pretty well. So I think Franks, uh, with two weeks to prepare along with Kendall Bryles, and two weeks to get healthy will be huge, and I think that'll play a yeah. big, big factor in the game. A&M had a bye, too, though, right? Do what? Did A&M have a bye? I don't week? think so. I thought they uh, I thought they played. We both went three and two on picks last time we did this. Oh, really? Just totaled that up, yeah. Hmm. Uh, just to quickly recap. We had Georgia beating Alabama. That did not happen. No. And we had Tennessee beating Kentucky, and that certainly did not happen. Or, yeah, no, A&M did have a bye last week as well. Okay. Well, they both had a bye, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. So, who are you taking? Um, I've been thinking, thinking on this. I'm taking Arkansas to cover. Uh, it'll be It'll be a close game, man. I'm I'm hesitant to say that the Hogs will win outright, but I think they'll at least cover. Um, I yeah I yeah that's what I'm sticking with for now. Yeah, I'm taking the Hogs and I'm taking them to win. Okay. Surely in two weeks, Bryles can get some good plays. And Odom, I don't worry about him scheming. <laughs> Mond, I think, I think Mond's overrated. We have to keep, we have to keep. Uh, what's the Spiller? Is that the running back for? Yeah, we have to keep Spiller in control. If we can do that and make Kellen Mond try to beat us, I'm not a big believer in Kellen Mond. I think he's throwing the ball. I no, think I'm he's not really either. Yeah, I think he's spotty at best, and so you have to make him beat you. And I think if. I mean, we're tied for we're we're tenth in the country in picks. I I believe it after. I mean, almost. so why not? Why not think that we can break on some balls and have some opportunities to get some turnovers? You know, intercept the ball from Mond if we make Mond throw the ball. I think we can. Yeah, I mean, of all the games they're going to play this year, this is one you definitely want them to win. I want them to win this game. Really, really bad. Like, because I hate I hate A and M pretty bad anyway. Uh, they're like a a weird cult. But you know, I mean, I you have to respect them because they've beaten you eight times in a row. So, 
I mean, I get it, but I do want them. And, man, a lot of those games that we lost were in heartbreaking fashion, like that skipper trip call, which was total BS. Yeah. Um, and that even when, lost in the game. When Idiot Morris was here, like, they yeah. they were in those games. Yeah, I mean, they played hard. Like, last year, it was a one-possession game, and it was down to the wire. Um, I think there was a fourth down play, and we it went incomplete to C.J. O'Grady. Am I right? I think that's what happened. And that then A and M took the ball over with like thirty seconds left and ran out the clock, or it may have been a little more time than that. But I do remember that it was a fourth down play, and it was an incomplete pass. And I think it was C.J. O'Grady that he was throwing it to before O'Grady was removed from the team. But I mean, regardless, Did even he ever when find an NFL team, I haven't heard. I don't know. It'd be interesting to look up and, and see. I, I I hope he did. Um, he was a fantastically talented player. Yeah, I think it's he just, could be good. Yeah, I think he's a great player. Just apparently didn't fit in with Chad Morris, and let's be real, not many people did. So um, We can continue with picks if you want. Would you like to do that and get go it out of the way? Go for it. All right, it's picks. Uh, we have, we already picked Arkansas and A&M, obviously. Uh, Georgia and Kentucky. Kentucky is a 17-point underdog at home. They looked pretty good last time out. I'm gonna... Well, two weeks ago, they looked good. I'll take them at home. I'll take... uh, Take Kentucky? Yeah. Ooh... All right. Man, I think Georgia's defense is too good. Georgia's defense is really, 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 really good. Uh, I know I keep picking Georgia uh, every week, but after seeing them in person, like it's hard not to because that's like the barometer that I have. And seeing them play well up until the Alabama game, which even in the Alabama game, they were up until the third, what was it? It was late third quarter when Alabama finally took the lead. Uh, I believe we watched that as well. Um, so I'm going to take Georgia. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of points, though. But I'll take them. All right, next on the list. LSU versus Auburn. Auburn's at home and a two-and-a-half-point dog to LSU. At home. Uh, I was surprised by that line a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Auburn to get another favorable call. Cover that. I mean, how lucky were they last week? Really? Like, Malzahn and Chad Morris must be in bed with Sankey. I mean, my God. Yeah. Two, two extremely lucky calls. Like, that. it just, it blows my mind. Um, at home... LSU played pretty good last week, right? Yeah, they did. That ought to be a good game. Is that the two thirty game? Uh, I can tell you. You're asking all the right questions tonight. I know that much. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't. Have to and know. yes, it is two thirty. Uh, I'm gonna roll. 
I'm going to roll with LSU. I think Eddie O is starting to kind of round things into shape with the players he has. I mean, they're improving. Yeah. And which kind of scares me for a little later on down the road when they play Arkansas. I mean, they're still gettable, but I don't know that it'll be tough. It'll be tough, but I'm going to stick with LSU. Uh, Ole Miss on the road against Vandy, who is a 16.5 point dog to Ole Miss. I'll take Ole Miss. Interesting. Vandy's defense is all right. I mean, they held A&M to 17 points. I'm going to go with Vanderbilt. I'm going to go with Vandy. I don't... I will say Ole Miss will win the game. But I think Vandy will cover the 16 and a half. I think it'll be like 14. Sounds good. We're opposite on all of these so far. So far, yeah. Uh, Mississippi State on the road against Bama. And Bama is a 31-point favorite. Without Waddle. Jalen Waddle's out for the year. Um, How many points? 31. I'll take Mississippi State with that many. Yeah, that's a lot of points. I'm going to take Mississippi State as well on that. I mean, 31 points. That's a ton of points, man. Um... Mizzou on the road, Florida. Florida is a 13-point favorite. Mizzou's, yeah, I feel like they haven't played in forever, Mizzou, Florida. I don't... COVID issues, huh? Yeah. And Mizzou, yeah, I mean... Mizzou's looking all right. Their offense is looking good anyway. I've told you for a while, I, I'm a big believer in Drinkwitz. Yeah, you yeah. have. Um, so I'll take them. I'll take Missouri. Mizzou. All right. Let's see here. Man, I think Florida... I'm going to take the Gators. Mainly because it's at home. Um, I know they won't have fans there, but I think... What happened to 90,000 or whatever? Oh, yeah, Dan Mullen calling out that he won a 90,000 there? Yeah, they nixed that real quick. Yeah, no, that, that wasn't going to happen. Um, all right, hit me with your lock. What's your lock of the week? Uh, feel free to go first. Let's get these over. Well, man, I was I was debating on... I was debating on the LSU-Auburn game. I'm going to take Ole Miss over Vandy. That's going to be your lock? Yeah. All right. Well, before before you said that, I was getting to the point where I was going to actually take Mississippi State as my lock. That would have been my second choice. I think I'm going to go with Mississippi State as my lock. Because, I mean, man, that's just, that's so many points. You feel like Alabama might get up big and then they'll kind of put in their second string and then... And then like a backdoor cover. Throwing it around. Yeah, a a backdoor cover, I think, is is the only way that I'm going to be able to get to that. 
But, I mean, Mike Leach, the wheels are kind of falling off for him a little bit. He's well, kind of he's kind of getting a little batty. Yeah, and, I mean, he needs certain kind of players, I feel like. He does. Recruit. He does. Um, I mean, it took him a while at Washington State to get that program. I mean, how long did it take him there? Like five years before yeah, they even they started rolling? Yeah, when he first got there, huh? Yeah. And they only lost by two touchdowns to A&M last week. Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, Mississippi State—they're kind of rounding in the shape. It, it, uh, Kylan Hill opted out. I don't know if you saw that, but he opted out for the year, so he's done. And I mean, what were they going to use him for anyway? He's one of the best running backs in the league, and Mike Leach wasn't even utilizing him. So I mean, makes sense for him to opt out and be done. So. I think he's trying to find people, trying to run people off that don't buy players, in. Yeah. yeah, I think they're. I think he's trying to run some people off that don't buy in, uh, and then trying to play players that have bought in. And I think that's kind of running its course throughout the year. This year is going to be a watch for Mississippi State um, and Ole Miss. And I honestly think, I think, I really firmly believe that Auburn's going to be done with Gus after this year. If they don't shape it up. Yeah, they're going to need something really special to keep him around. I mean, like, win out special. Like, beat Bama special. Yeah. That's the only way. I mean, I still can't get over. He, why would you hire Chad Morris after what yeah, he did here? I mean, exactly. I mean, are you just asking, do you want to get fired? Part of me thinks he kind of does, though. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, he... He just seems like he's uncomfortable now. Like, yeah. almost like he sees the writing on the wall, but he just needed that extra little umph. Like, for the do whatever the hell I want. So Yeah, like, it just didn't... You want to fire me? Doesn't he have, like, a huge buyout? Yeah. Yeah, his buyout's pretty massive. I don't know the exact numbers, but I know it's pretty big. I know it's bigger than what Bielema's was with Arkansas. Hmm. It's a big buyout, for sure. But, I mean... I, man, Gus just, he sits, he, he needs, just, he sits wrong with me, like, in general, like, as a, as a person, like, with the way he does interviews, like, the way he reacts to stuff on the sideline. I mean, I don't have a problem with it there. I think he's kind of quiet. I think he's kind of reserved. I've heard he does a lot of charity stuff, even still in Arkansas, Fort Smith area. Like, I think he's a decent guy. Yeah. But, yeah, a little a little strange, I guess. I don't know. Uh, well, it, it's just like, why make that decision now? doesn't make sense. Like, why didn't he hire Chad Morris right when Rhett Lashley left? Like, why, why, not, why not do it now? Well, right? wasn't Morris at SMU? Yeah. But Arkansas got Chad Morris from SMU. Why not hire Chad Morris? If you guys are such good buddy-buddy friends, why not hire him then? And and not and now, after two miserably failed years in club dub later, you know what I mean? Like it, it, The hire just didn't make sense at all. No, I mean, probably worst hire in Arkansas history. Oh, stats back it up. But, Stats record back it up, hundred percent. I mean, Morris at the time thought he was hot, hot shit. Like he 
three years, he got like what two more wins every year, and he, they went went seven and five when we hired him. Mm-hmm. Yep. However, a lot of people are quick to blame Juracek about that, and it wasn't Juracek that hired him. It was that hiring firm that they Julie Peoples. Yeah, Julie the three namer. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she was the. She was the kind of drive behind getting Chad Morris here, and she had it was just a terrible decision. And why you would leave that to somebody who wasn't involved with the athletic department, that involved with the athletic department to begin with, kind of surprised me. But I mean, I I drank the Kool Aid like a lot of people did. He was a salesman. He said all the right things. The results never showed. And I think the players saw right through him. Yeah, I agree. First, probably the first two, three weeks of practice, they probably saw right through that guy. So, I mean, it it sucks that we had to go through it, but we got the right guy now. Yeah, I mean, after four games, yeah, you definitely think so. I, I mean... They have a passion about them now that was never there for Chad Morris. Like, yeah, their defense comes to play, and they they hit out there. They're not afraid to hit, and I love that. Love and watching that, they're well coached with the fundamentals. Yeah, they tackle well. They stay in their lanes. Like, they know they have to win on the defensive line and yeah. the offensive line. Yeah, I mean they they know their assignments and they execute them. And that just that's by just watching the last two years, you would have thought Arkansas had no talent at all. Oh, I know. But it turns out they actually do have some talent. They do, they do. And I think what made Sam Pittman great as an offensive line coach is he was getting three-star linemen from Colorado and Minnesota, three and four-star linemen to come here and turn them into professional ball players. Like Dan Skipper was from Colorado. And he was in the NFL. Frank Ragnow, Minnesota, in the NFL. Sebastian Tratola was a JUCO guy. And he, I don't know that Tratola made it to an NFL roster, but he, he was a good player. He was a good player. Yeah. I mean, they had, they had talent. And Sam Pittman, I think, has a good eye for analyzing it. And I think that's going to prove true going forward. I mean, X's and O's are great, but you need... You need dudes in here that are willing to run through a brick wall for you and are smart and can play and are coachable. You need those type of players, and I think Sam Pittman knows those players. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I like him a lot. I I, I hope great things for him. I do too, yeah. I love how he interviews too. Like, yeah. did you hear him on uh, uh, Scott Van Pelt? I did, yeah. I which did. was great. Yeah. Uh, this may cost me a lot of money someday, but this is my last job. And like, I, I loved it. I was like, that's great. Like, this guy knows what he wants, and he's living his dream, and that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And I don't think he takes it for granted. I think he's just happy to be where he is. He's just mm-hmm. super happy. Yep, and we own the state of Mississippi right now. Might as well raise an Arkansas flag right on their capital. <laughs> so, my... uh my half-brother lives in Hattiesburg. And I asked him, I was like, so has anybody down there 
have you heard any rumblings about, you know, just people getting mad about the state of football in Mississippi? And he's like, no, not really, but they don't really talk about it. And I was like, yeah, I wonder why. And he started laughing and I'm like, well, next time you're around a bunch of people that are Mississippi or Ole Miss fans or Ole Miss or Mississippi State fans, be sure to let them know that a hog fan says hi. And he's like, oh, I'm happy to. So like he's, he's from Salt Lake also, but he's, he's starting to get into the SEC football a little bit. And he, I have him rooting for Arkansas and he's been watching he's been watching games and he's been texting me during games and stuff. And he's like, man, football down here is like a religion. I was like, it is. It's great. Yeah, I feel like in Utah they could give. No, I mean don't they really care. They I mean, do care about it. They do, um, especially when BYU and Utah play. They care a lot, but it's it's different. Like they they have two. They have two schools that uh, that go against each other, and they have the Utah Jazz, obviously. So they have other focal points outside of football to root for and to, to go for. And plus there's, you know, it's an outdoorsy state. There's a lot of places to go hiking and go to uh, state parks and go to national parks. Um, so, I mean, I get it. There's a lot more to do down there than there is... Uh, just watching football on Saturdays. They would much rather go skiing or, you know, or what have you. It doesn't really matter. But there's definitely a lot to do. But, yeah, that, that's just my take on it, I guess, I suppose. Well, you got any NFL picks this week? Oh, Let's look at them. Let's look at them. All right, we'll look at NFL picks here. Niners, what do you think about... Their game against Seattle, three thirty Sunday. Ooh, I'm not really looking forward to it because they have thirteen players or fourteen players on injured reserve right now. God, yeah, it's the most in the league by far. By their far. defense has been playing good though. Their I guess. defense is fifth in the league. That's yeah, their defense is good. Many points. That just shows you how good Robert Sala is, the defensive coordinator. He's he's great. And last year he took him to the Super Bowl. Like. It just, they have so many injuries. It's crazy. Like, I mean, you're talking about significant players. I mean, Mostert, Jeff Wilson, my, or Richard Sherman, Quan Alexander, Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas. I mean, they are like Jaquiski Tart. Like, they're all starters, all of them. And they're all on injured reserve or out for the year. Like, well, hopefully they beat Seattle. It's just crazy. Uh, it is. They're playing in Seattle, and it's a three-point um, favorite for Seattle. And I'm I'm taking Seattle. I mean, really? I I want Even the 49ers. Even though they just crushed the Patriots with Cam Newton as quarterback. Yeah, I love to see him struggle, man. Cam Newton was <laughs> piss poor last. I mean, it was bad. You watched bad. it, I guess. Huh? Oh yeah, I, I watched the whole. Game. I watched the whole game. He was so bad. It wasn't it, like it, I almost felt bad. I was like, man, this. Well, I mean, I have, I have, I have several friends that are Patriot fans. One of which I was watching the game with, and uh, or one of whom I was watching the. That's game with. That's a fan base you should never feel sorry and, for. Well, here's the here's the thing. 
like I could just feel the frustration coming from him. And don't get me wrong, I was like secretly loving it. But I felt bad because, you know, I, I want my friends to enjoy watching football and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, it's, it's rough when your team's getting hammered. And they were getting hammered. I mean, they couldn't do anything against the 49ers. The 49ers just, just rickrolled them right out of there. And it was awesome. I loved it. But, um, but yeah, I, I just, in Seattle... No fans. They're not going to let it'll, any fans in I there. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, I mean, still, I'm like... They're weak out there in Washington State. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, I just don't see it, man. I just don't see 49ers pulling it out. If they do, I'll be ecstatic. Don't get me wrong. But if they don't, I wouldn't be surprised. So, I'm kind of going in it with a win-win type mentality. Or, or like an ex- expectation of okay, well, they're probably going to lose, but if they win, that's awesome. And that's the best kind of mentality you can go into a game yeah. with because, like, either way, you're kind of like, well, I kind of saw that coming. Or you're just, how about, ex- you're just elated. How about Arizona coming back and giving Seattle a taste of their own medicine? Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Um, I told you earlier that I was rooting for Seattle in that game simply for the simple fact that it would put the 49ers at 4 and 3 tied for last instead of dead last in that division. They're 4 and 3 and they are dead last in that division. Every other team has 5 wins. It's, it's bananas. Like that division They're is the incredibly opposite difficult. of the NFC East. Oh, I know. The <laughs> NFC East is so They might set a, they might bad. set a new record for worst uh fewest wins of a team making the playoffs. Oh god, they're fucking so bad. I I I have a lot of Cowboy fan friends as well. And, you know, before the years, we them boys, we're going to Super Bowl. Are you? Are you really? Like, And I say that every year because they all think that every single year it's going to happen. And it doesn't. And I think it's hysterical. One of these years it will, but not right now. No. Especially with Dak's ankle being all woogly-googly. Did you see that? I did see that. It was... It was brutal. That sucks for him. I'm not it a does. Cowboys fan, but it, I, that, I did like I did like Dak. I respect him. I like watching him play. Yeah, and, me and too. they are just a mess without him. They they'll be lucky to to have a better record than Washington at this rate. I honestly think. I don't think Andy Dalton's playing this weekend either. No, I think it's some I think guy you've never heard of. I think starting. he has a concussion. Oh man, that's going to be brutal. Um, I'll take Philadelphia to win that division. With they, se- they with seem maybe. to be the most stable. Well, and that's saying a lot. They got? Like two, three? Oh, dude, really? Uh, it's it's bad, 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 bad. So maybe NFC going six and East ten standings. wins you that division. <laughs> so the Eagles are winning the division at two, four, and one. The tie is giving them the, the division lead. Washington's two and five, Cowboys two and five, Giants one and six. So nine games left, say they win. Half of them. Or four of them. Yeah. Six. So that'd be what? Six, nine, and one. Whew. And they'd make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. You should just throw them out. 
Like, no. And then they want to expand the playoffs to seven teams. That's so shitty. I wish they wouldn't have done that. Well, they're doing that this year, right? Because now, yeah. So the only team that gets a bye is the team with the best record in the NFC or AFC. Just stick to the... NFL was so perfect. Why are you going to go screwing around with it? I think they only did that for the COVID year. I hope but, so. But they're, they're talking about possibly making it permanent, but I don't see them doing that. Just The two best teams need to get the bye, you know? I mean, I, I agree. I will say, though, that whoever wins that division, the NFC East, that is, they need to just tell them, hey, sorry, you guys are just that bad, and then put all four of the NFC West teams in. Well, somebody, yeah, that's a good division. Somebody's getting somebody's going to get cold. shafted, and I have a feeling it's going to be San Francisco. Just, just from the injury standpoint, man, the injuries are so they're just mounting up. It's just it's unbelievable. Um, let's see what the Packers are. Uh, what the line is for the Packers? That's not right. Play Minnesota at noon. Yep. And Packers are six-point favorites at home. I take the Packers. Yeah, I'll take the Packers as well. Minnesota is kind of disappointing this year. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Oh, God. Look, okay. I just saw the line for the Chiefs and Jets. The Chiefs are at home in a 20-point favorite over the Jets. That is an NFL line. You know, I would take them. I would too. But you never see that. You never, in the NFL, you will never see a line. Very rarely will you see a line in the double digits. It's pretty rare. Yeah. And it's a 20 point spread. That is unreal, dude. Wow. Ugh. Saints and Bears. Bears are at home and they're five point dogs at home. Really? Yeah. No, Chicago's at home. That's what I said. Bears are at home. I mean, they didn't look so good on offense. No. I mean, but the Saints don't look that good either. But the Bears' defense is good. That's a good good line. Who you got? I'm going to go... I'm going to go Bears. I think the Bears will win outright. I think they'll beat the Saints. As much as I hate for my brother-in-law. He's a Saints That's fan. Tough. Yeah, uh, man. Kamara, he's the be- he's the man. He's he's just the best. I'm going to take the Saints. Kamara is really really good. He's really really good. However, dude, Derrick Henry is playing out of his mind. Yeah, would you want to tackle that guy? No. <laughs> No. no. No way. No way, Jose. That dude is a beast of a man. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable. Tennessee's for real. Tennessee is really good, dude. Tennessee could go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. They almost did last year. They should have. I think, I mean, they had a chance against the Chiefs. Yeah, they were up. Yeah. Early. They had a good chance against the Chiefs. Uh, speaking of the Titans, they're playing the Bengals. It's a six-point Titan... Uh, or well, the Titans are 
favored by six on the road against Cincinnati. And Burroughs looked pretty decent. Yeah. He's looked pretty good. I haven't good. watched him this year, but I've heard good things. And yeah. he's got like over 300 yards every game. Yeah, he's pretty good. I'll still take the Titans, though. I don't think Cincinnati has enough defense. I don't think so either. I think I think Derrick Henry's going to have a monster day. I think he's just going to run all over him. I mean, Bengals' run defense is pretty bad. Uh, and then the game of the weekend, arguably. Steelers and Ravens. Ravens are at home. And the Steelers are three-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Ravens. And they're undefeated. Yeah, I'm taking Pittsburgh. I am too. Pittsburgh defenses. Their defense good is defense, good. Good defense, good offense. Yeah. yeah. All and their receivers, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Juju, James Conner running the ball. Their offense is good. Yeah. Roethlisberger looks good. He's looked pretty good all year, really. Yeah. Coming off that Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Kansas City. I mean, those are those are three juggernauts. Teams. And yeah, I mean, even Buffalo's pretty decent. Buffalo's yeah. not bad. I mean, Buffalo has a has a good chance. Um, this may be the first year in forever that the Patriots don't make it, and I'm just going to dance. I'm going to love every minute of it. Yeah, at this rate, they're not going to beat Miami. They'll I don't be, think so. Dolphins are pretty decent. Jets. Dolphins hammered the 49ers. <laughs> beat them 41-17. Yeah, to 17. I don't know what to think of Miami. You they're know? on and off every week. Yeah, you never know what they're going to bring. They play the Rams this week, so I hope they bring it. Yeah, me too. I hope they beat those damn Rams. I hate them. Yeah, L.A. doesn't need any more shit. No, they've already had their two titles, uh, one of both of which are asterisks. I heard Asterisk somebody say title. that last last night when the Dodgers won too. Why why the asterisk? Just because it's shortened season? Yeah, it's, yeah, shortened season. This is they bought a championship. Yeah. yeah, shortened season, man. Screw the Dodgers. I agree. As a forty, as a, as a giant fan, not a forty nine er fan, as a giant fan, I yeah, loathe, that was sad to see. Loathe the Dodgers, dude. Yeah. Loathe them. Like, they're probably my most hated team in the league ever. Uh, I do hate the Astros for them cheating like a bunch of crazy people last year. But that well, that hate will go away. Dodger hate will never go away. <laughs> I hate them, man. I hate them. So whenever they lost, I was rooting for the Rays so bad. And that game four on Saturday night was incredible. awesome. Yeah, it, it was, was incredible. awesome. God, I'm so glad I tuned in to watch the last half of that game. It you know, so I thought good. it was destiny that they could. That they I could thought that was it. the turn, the turning of the tide. I mm-hmm. thought that that was like, okay, there's no way the Dodgers are going to win now after that. Yeah. And I was wrong, and I hate to admit that. I was really thinking that the Rays had a chance, but and they did if they would have kept Snell in the game in Game Six, they would have had a chance. Snell had zero hits through six. Yeah, you leave the guy in the game against three of your worst hitters, or against three of the Dodgers' worst hitters. You leave him in. Well, that's true, but you got to score more than one run, especially, oh, especially oh, when absolutely. you're going against their bullpen and they haven't been that good. So, I I agree. I mean, you have to score runs too, but I mean, they were up one nothing, six inning. Yeah, I mean, you should have won that game with Snell pitching as well as he did. Hell, if he, even if he wanted to go past the six, or seventh inning. Keep him in there for the seventh. If he wanted to keep going, 
Let him. It's the last time he's going to pitch all year. I think let so. Him. But if he wants it, let him have it. You know, Kevin but, Cash, he, or the Rays manager, he earned oh, the yeah, right yeah, to yeah. make the calls to get him that far with that low payroll. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. He, and what's crazy is like, oh, who was it? Was is it Mookie Betts mm-hmm. that has the same amount of uh, payroll as the entire Rays team? <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. That's just unbelievable. But kudos to the Rays. They played well throughout the entire year and through the playoffs. They played really well. And I was rooting for them. I was, but man, it just it just wasn't meant to be, unfortunately. Um, that's the second time the Rays have made it to the World Series, huh? Yeah, I lost to the Phillies 2008. I remember that. Four yeah. games to one. Beat the Red Sox to get there, though. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah. Was that when they had uh, David Price? I believe so. And Carl Crawford. And yeah. Evan Longoria. Yeah. Wow, I forgot about Longoria. Yeah, that was right when he was becoming a superstar. Was yeah. when he was starting to kind of get out of his shell a little bit as a superstar. Yeah. Well, all right, that's it for us. Uh, any happy other, Halloween. Anything else? Yeah, happy Halloween. Okay. Anything you want to add? No. Okay, I, I will. Uh, spoken with a man of many words. All right, well, uh, again, if you like what you hear, we're on Facebook, Wait a Sec Podcast, on Twitter, at Wait a Sec underscore pod. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and like and share those, those episodes, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.